0: Looking to get con side of Volt. away
1: from Davis 3-1 Reading. Three points Reading.
0: Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Uh, it's been dire tonight for Reading FC and 0-0 at Kenilworth Road. Just no quality on the pitch at all from Reading. And worst of all, Barnsley managed to pick up three points. With a win against Huddersfield, which then puts them six points clear of us with only three games to go. I think we can say the season is officially over. We're not getting into those playoff spots. But to help me talk through and stretch this out somehow to 20 minutes, I've been joined by Nick Holton. Hi, how are you doing, Nick?
2: Hi, Paul. Not bad. Uh, a bit fed up with the football, to be honest. Glad the season's nearly done.
0: Yeah, it wasn't the best, was it? I've also been joined by Alex Everson. How are you doing,
1: Alex? I'm um, counting down the minutes now until the end of the season. So two hundred and two hundred and seventy left
0: to go. We've nearly done one minute and thirty of the podcast. That's the positive. We are getting to this. So we saw one change to the starting lineup today that we all predicted because Lucas Jao is out with his shoulder injury. George Puskas coming into the team. Um, how's the first of all, Nick, how do you think George Puskas did in that game tonight?
2: Yeah, he, he was uh, really poor. He didn't offer anything. His touch was terrible. It just kept bouncing off him. Um, when he came off, I actually thought that Mete wasn't on the pitch. I forgot Mateos on the pitch because he didn't do anything either. So when he came off, for, I think it was Samedo, I couldn't believe that he was making such a... Was it so was it Swift? I think it was Swift you came on at the time. I couldn't believe he was making a negative yeah. sub because no, I for- forgot Mateos on the pitch as well. Uh, but yeah, Pushkash was. But it just made me think how fed up Panovic it was with Pushkash tonight because he didn't do anything. Even the runs he made weren't good. He just didn't offer anything. I don't think he even had a shot. Just lost the ball constantly. Waste of time really playing him, and uh, probably worth going with ball drop over Pushkash at the minute based on that.
1: It's one of the one of the worst performances I think I've seen Pushkash play for Reading. I've been a like a defender of Pushkash because. Often, yeah. I mean, get a lot, a lot of criticism without really necessarily having had a lot of service. But to be honest, tonight he was awful—like yeah. truly,
2: truly awful. Um, I think, one I think of the worst. What it is with him? He's got no X factor at all. There's no right. real pace with him. He's got no real quality. He's fine. He battles through, and he's he's a good striker. But there's nothing that strikes me that thinks he's going to go and get twenty goals. There's just nothing above the average with him he's not he's just not got that raw pace to break away he's not got the quality to run around three or four players he's not a natural finisher he misses a hell of a lot of good chances he's uh, just pretty average i think I and mean, we paid a lot of money for pretty average i think that's just the fact of the matter with it <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, he wasn't great tonight at all, but we can't pin everything onto George Puskas. Definitely not, because there is lots of poor performances out there, Alex. I mean, I guess one or two players come out with that with some credit. Um, Tom Holmes, Andy Rinomoto. But negatives, they're all across the board and all in the attacking third, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I mean, you you, you kind of sum it up there when you say the, the players that come out with that with credit are Tom Holmes and Andy Rinomoto. And then we've basically just disregarded anybody who's playing in the front four um the front four may was anonymous genuinely as nick said didn't even realize he was on the field not sure he had a shot did he have a shot don't think so um did he finish the game i I honestly have no idea what even happened to me today i just he's been really poor since he's come back from injury i think he's just been it's just not not offered anything since his comeback from injury, um, which I was really surprised at because I thought he would be such a key component after coming back. Um, Pushkas, we've discussed. Elise, I, I think tonight was the first time I've really kind of agreed with people that his attitude on the field tonight just looked like that of someone who just didn't really want to be there, to be honest. Um, and Ajaria, although he tried, the quality was just kind of like the first half, the quality was lacking so many misplaced passes um, just not not making the right decisions and then the second half although he put in a lot of effort Ajaria and I'll give him a lot of credit for for trying at the very least his decision making is awful it runs down blind alleys he runs into three or four players um it doesn't make the right pass out out wide or into the center when he needs to and it's it was so slow and ponderous. Um, like I can go on and on and on here for 20 minutes on my own, I'm sure. But basically... we yeah,
0: to do yeah, it, <laughs> Yeah, I know. But,
1: I mean, it, honestly, it was one of the ugliest performances going forward this season. It was genuinely dreadful. Genuinely dreadful. Um, and I, I'd love to see what kind of positives Panovic can take from that.
0: What worries me is, as a team that consistently has faltered under pressure. Mentally, I don't know what it is, what happens with them. They just fall apart. And I've seen it season after season. And this was one of the worst ones. Because it's been building. We were really poor against Cardiff as well. I think we've played well for quite a while time now. But just no finesse, no control, no passing, and no energy there. I didn't think it was lack of effort. But there's no one wanting to take responsibility and it was only until John Swift came on, he didn't transform the game, he didn't like set up three or four chances, we didn't have them but he was the only one who to take the risk with that pass through and when you've got players like Elise Najaria on the pitch, you'd expect at least one of them to do something throughout the last two games and they really haven't delivered, have they Nick?
2: No, there's no tempo throughout a lot of the game, even in the second half, I think the Cardiff game, touching on that, the tempo again was was very turgid and then the second half did step up and i thought we probably could have scraped the win before the keeper more penalty but tonight until the last five five minutes ten minutes or so he brought on up and Aluko. in the last two games they've done more in those 10 15 minutes than um the likes of mate and although he did score against cardiff and uh elise and ajaria and push and jow they They've shown that they seem hungry. They're out of contract in a couple of, couple of months. Their seasons are done. They're not in favour. And they seem to want the promotion and the playoffs more than the players that are playing week in, week out and here next season. And I don't understand it. And I think, as you said, the, the mentality has been weak for years since Stan's second season when we went into that rut and we've been struggling. And it's we've had a lot of these players for years and years and years now. A lot of them have been here for that full cycle or just after that cycle. And their mentality, it's not a winning mentality. And I think this is the first season where maybe they've started to get into that mindset and hopefully that will improve. But it feels like it's just following on and we we don't know how to win a game at the minute. It's just the pressure's got to them. And I, Yeah, I can't put my finger on it, to be honest. But defensively, as Alex already touched on in, in yourself, we were really good today. Um, well, fairly good. But the attacking players... They're non-existent I and mean, they've been non-existent for weeks and they were so good a few weeks a few months ago throughout the season and it's jacking and Hyde to to an extent. It's just completely from one standard to another. And it needs to improve if we want to get to the top top six going forward.
1: I think part of it comes down to the fact that you you both kind of touched on it is that we don't really have any risk takers in the squad. Mm. We have a lot of creative players but we don't actually have anybody who's Who's willing to to try a shot when nobody else is? Um, That's one don't...
0: thing I'll say about Ejaria uh, is he doesn't have a shot in him, really, does he? No. he? Doesn't really have that in his game. And Elise isn't Elise has had a few really good it. ones, but not enough.
1: No, and it, it, it kind of comes down to it. Kind of comes down to the fact that none of them. It feels almost like none of them really wants to take responsibility for something going wrong. Um. And that is ultimately so frustrating to watch because what ends up happening is you just end up watching side to side football outside the opposition penalty area.
2: Yeah, we don't really have a direct winger either. It's like, like to be taking risks. No one's running. Like Ajari is not really somebody who's going to run at a fullback. He's just going to, you know, quick feet and cut he cuts the side a lot. Meite doesn't like running with the ball. When if he does, he just uses his power and pace, to be honest but we don't really have anyone who wants to run. And if Elise plays wide, he's not one who's going to directly run at the full backs. And I mean, Eluko has been doing that when he's coming on. I've been quite, quite happy with his performances. He's been getting, he's been running at the byline, getting the ball in the box. We're not getting the balls in the box. We pass, 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 pass around the edge of the area or back to the goalie, but we're not crossing into the box. And I think we started doing it in the last five or 10 minutes. And a few, I think Richard's hit one too far and it looked terrible. But if he'd been doing that all match, you might have hit a few players three out of ten or something like that and it's if we're not trying it we're not gonna it, they're never gonna come off that's for that's one of the problems we're not put forcing forcing luton to defend it's too easy for him
0: yeah I mean, normally in these things i would talk about our chances but i can't really yeah. remember yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we had it's really a struggle i guess the only chance we had alex was the one from Puskas, the header right at the end of the first half. I mean, that's not sitter in any way or form. You expect him to get it nearer than that, but
1: it's, it's such a poor, it's such a piece of poor decision making from George Puskas there. Um, I, I, like, don't get me wrong, the chance isn't straightforward. It's a it's a header from what ten yards or so, I think, um, which he's headed probably two or three yards wide just before half time. I, I don't expect him to score, but to header it, he's got nobody around him absolutely nobody um he's got probably the best part who he, he probably could touch it and have a second touch before he has to worry about a losing player getting near him and he just has no idea what's around him and he's headed yeah. it headed it wide it's it, and like like nick said his finishing isn't that good his decision making is not that good um early, earlier in the game he had a chart a jari a, charged down a Luton player in the penalty area and won the ball, knocked it across to Puskas, who, in fairness, did handball it, so it's kind of an, irre- an irrelevance, but Puskas controlled the ball and knocked the shot two yards wide from six That's yards. Wider. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, it was, there's so many moments tonight, you were just watching it, I think it's just the quality of, of the, the play was horrendous. Um, and I mean, I mentioned it during the, during the, uh, the, the watch long, it's like, it, it it felt like watching sunday sunday pub football no insult to sunday pub players out there i'm sure some of you are probably absolute class but um like tonight it was not it just the quality was really lacking all over the field
0: yeah it was it was not great i mean i look at the players that we've seen at reading in the last few years and they all seem to be quite similar it's that pressure moment then they're not dealing with and they can't kind of find the composure on a consistent basis when it really matters. But if any team should have won that match tonight, it should have been Luton, Nick. I mean, they had a golden chance in the first half, which I don't know how he managed to miss it when he had acres of space.
2: Yeah, uh, that was across uh, the ball across the box and he side-footed it wide, didn't he? Uh, I can't remember who it was now, but Luton to be fair to them, they play really good football and I think they've been known for that all season under uh, Nathan Jones and they, they just don't have any end product at all and a better team. And I don't mean this disrespectfully to Luton. I think I put it on Twitter and a few Luton fans got a bit bit upset about it. But um, what, what I actually meant was that uh, sort of the top six side would have sorted us. They would have been 3 or 4 nil up mm. in this game. And that's not taking anything away from Luton. But if, without the end product, they're not going to progress. But they play really good football. They were quite impressive on the eye. Uh, keep the ball down. I think we needed to maybe pressurise Sluga and goal to stop rolling it out a bit more to force them to go long. So I think we would have won those physical battles. But yeah, Luton played well and they deserved to probably win that game tonight, apart from the last five or ten minutes when we sort of went for it. But again, Panovic is leaving it too late to make those subs. And yeah, we got away a bit, but we defended well. Tom Holmes, as we said, was terrific. Again, he's going to be massive for us next season. Whether Morrison's here or not next season, I think that Holmes has to be given that chance to play week in, week out of the back with whoever's next to him, whether that is Morrison himself or Moore or even McIntyre. Because so I think they've got a great partnership in the making. But yeah, Luton were good and fair play to them. Um, you know, they've got nothing to play for, but they look like the team that had something to play for tonight. They look like the team that needed to fight for relegation or to go for the playoffs or automatic promotion. And we look like the team that finished our season.
0: We look scared. That's what we look tonight. And I think we look like that against Cardiff as well. And we've looked like this so many times over the years. Um, I'm trying to find some positives. You look at the fact that we started the season. We're now in seventh. Okay. That is not a disastrous season. That's not the season when you look at it and say it's terrible. And I can see Alex is getting agitated by that straight away. But I know you look at our wage bill and it's massive. So you could also argue that we've underachieved, but If I felt that we were going to build on this next season and I thought there was going to be some continuity, I'd say this is a perfect way to build a club. We can go forward. We can learn from this. But I'm not sure that's going to happen because the owner could do something crazy or we can keep players and put even more pressure on our teams. We all know this club is massively in debt. Those players going out know that as well. There is a pressure there, Alex. And what do you think of that?
1: Um, I mean, I'm going to disagree that seventh is a good season, firstly, um, because I mean, we started with 20, what was it, 22 points out of 24. Since then, we've picked up 40 points from 38 games or something like that, 35 games. I don't know the exact numbers. but
0: Christ, that's depressed me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, those are the numbers. It's not very good. It's oh, like, no, no,
0: uh, it's, it's fact, it's fact.
1: It, 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 it's basically mid-table football for the best part of 40 games, which is basically what we had last season as well. Um, we haven't really, in you know, in the grand scheme of things, we haven't improved that much. Yes, we've scored 10 more points than last season. We're slightly better to watch, Um But in reality, a lot of those extra points have come because Lucas Zhao has been very good in front of goal in the first half of the season, and there's no guarantee that he does that again next season. If he has a poor season next year, there's every chance that Reading could finish 16th, 17th, 18th. Um, I I don't think there's a, there's definitely no guarantee that we're going to be a, a playoff pushing side next year, because this year, although we've, been in and around the playoffs all year uh i mean our form for the majority of the season hasn't really been that of that kind of team um and i think we are just we're going to struggle to to replicate this kind of season again next year
0: yeah totally and this is something that's gonna i i know this is gonna split the uh, people listening to this fatigue okay now how much Has, despite the fact that we spent absolutely ridiculous amounts of money in the last few years, our squad (coughs) is not big enough. The quality is there in the first 11. But once you go past that, there's been periods and games during this season where we've had virtually all academy players on the bench, apart from maybe one player. So all those players like Josh Lawrence who started so well and Renemater, we haven't been able to retake them all season. Lucas Zhao, at some point, we would have probably taken him out earlier if we had a better backup. So, is that our biggest problem and why we're mentally breaking down? We just haven't got a deep enough squad with quality. Am I clutching at straws, Nick? I mean, maybe I am.
2: Yeah, I think fatigue's played a part this season. I wouldn't maybe say lately. Maybe Panovic could make changes earlier in games and rotate slightly more. Um I, I I keep talking about Luco and I'm coming across like his biggest fan, which I'm not, but I think maybe he could have be been given more opportunities or more time in the pitch. I don't think he's been that bad this season as a squad player. Um but yeah, there isn't many options. Maybe Samedo could have come in for Rhino or Lauren, and we're too obsessed with their partnership. And I know it's very good, but it's like we're scared to break it up when has actually played very well in that position. Um I think at the minute it's just too many players not playing well enough. They're not playing necessarily badly, but nobody, there's too many players not playing well enough all at the same time and it's affecting our performances. But over the season, yeah, injuries and fatigue has killed us. The subs haven't been good enough. They've been all youngsters that Panovic doesn't think are ready or trusts. Um, We haven't been able to strengthen. We were linked to that American, he wasn't American, he's from America, but I think he's Uruguayan Rossi, Diego Rossi, January. He would have been a big difference. Nisigan's Cabano could have been a big difference. He we went to Middlesbrough, I linked to him. Um, just getting a winger just would have really helped, a direct winger, just someone that Panovic wanted to use. And we're very restricted of what we can do, clearly because of financial fair play. And that's our own fault, to be honest. That's the only fault for running the club. I don't think he's intentionally ran it poorly, but he has run it quite poorly with good intentions over the last few years. And, um, it's cost us this season because i think we've had the team to challenge and if we had a bit more about us on the bench a bit more a few more good options could have been very different and the funny thing is i actually felt we had a better squad than we do this season last season i thought we liked lucas boyer look really good and yeah i mean that didn't do very well so it's not necessarily about how big your squad is or the quality you've got in your squad but just having a few extra additions just helps you over those uh, the Championship's a slog, isn't it? We know that. We've been in it long enough. It's 46 games of hell. Um, and uh, we we know what to expect. And in 05-06, I think it's a long time ago. Football's changed a lot. But a lot of that team played nearly every game. And there's a bit of rotation here and there. And we had good options to come on, like the Hunt and the Oster and Gnarsen. But we, we can't do that this season. We can't do that in football now. It's just... We might, and this season as well the, the games the amount of time we're playing we're playing once every twice a week aren't we two three times a week at the minute and it, it does kill you I think it's not a normal season maybe in a normal season we might have got away with it with a bit more rest but yeah, I, I don't want to put it all on fatigue but just having a few additions and would have helped Yeah,
1: I mean how much of this comes back to basically mismanagement though of the club yeah Every, every, all of it does, right? Yeah. We we can say, oh, Panovic doesn't have the subs on the or the quality on the bench. If we, it, you know, if we'd sold players last summer and we could, we then had a little bit more cash to be able to spend in January. We have more quality on the bench. We'd be able to rotate players, so on and so forth. All of it really comes back to we offer a lot of wages to players who don't really offer the the, the quality on the field, and then we don't sell players really when we need to when they're they're. The peak value. Um, we've obviously had two what well, we've had two sort of free transfer windows now in the last four where we've had multi-million pound bids for players. Loader five million pounds plus Swift five million oh, maybe not five I think for Swift but Swift was three four million pounds. Um, Liam Moore 10 million pounds a couple of years ago like and all of this could have been reinvested back into the team um and, and we would have had a a, a more depth and, and a stronger stronger squad overall um but instead we' we're, we're relying on people that Poundovich, doesn't you can tell doesn't really trust on the bench,
0: yeah, moving forward to the game that was i agree with all of it. we've created our own mess, haven't we, but moving forward to the game that we've got coming up at the weekend, which feels like a bit of a dead rubber, doesn't it now to be honest, Swansea probably. They're definitely in the playoffs now. Our season is over. Is it a chance for a player like someone of Tetec to come into the team, uh, Nick? Because I've liked him when I've seen him.
2: Yeah. Uh I'm a quite, I've been quite a big fan of him when he's he's only paid minutes, few minutes, hasn't he? But he looked quite good. He came on against Cardiff, which was surprising as we were chasing the yeah. game and uh he really likes Tete, you can tell. Panovic is a big fan and he's sort of uh, persuaded him to go to Serbia, not England, and he looks good player. I think he's going to be heavily involved next season. I'd like to see him play. Now we've got nothing to play for. I, You know, there's no point hoping with this six-point gap now. Let's just give players like him a chance. Um, Gibson, if Moore's injured, I'd play Dorset, left left centre-back instead of Gibson, because we're not going to have Gibson next season. I don't think he's been amazing. Um, you could maybe even try one of the young left backs for Richards now. What's the point? We know he's off. Southwood for Raphael, why not? Give him a go. If he's good enough, then maybe he can be our number one next season. I I like what I've seen of Southwood, but he hasn't really had the opportunity in the championship. It's a chance and we can maybe even look at some of the good wings we've got like Owner, Nevers, Kamara, uh, Aziz. They can get involved and in the maybe not all start, but get them involved and get them minutes and maybe look at Huddersfield to bring more in. Uh, we, I think we were saying earlier that Melvin Lambert would have been a good option, but he's on loan at the minute. And so we don't have much going there after Joe and at the minute. But yeah, there's opportunities and we should be giving these opportunities to players to build on next season. And although some won't be involved next season, I think Tetic will, Dorset maybe, uh, one of the left backs quite possibly. So we've got to now give them that chance and uh, see how they do without the pressure.
0: Yeah, the only problem with Tetek is he's out of contract, isn't he? So we've got to hope yeah. we managed to get him on a new deal. Who knows whether that's happened. But would you like to see a few youngsters playing in the team on Saturday or Sunday, Alex?
1: I mean, I'd like to. Uh, just reading Paunovic's um, comments from tonight, though. He seems to <laughs> we're, You know, we're not going to give up and we're still going gonna, still gonna to carry on. But I feel like that's kind of um, disregarding no. reality somewhat, yeah. to be honest. So... Yeah, I'd like to see Tetex start for sure. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see some of the youngsters who have been in the twenty threes all season get onto the bench at least, and, and hopefully get some minutes against Swansea. Um, all, all, all the names that Nick mentioned really um, would be would be good to see on the bench. We can probably, I mean, as, as harsh as it sounds, sack off Estevez on the bench and Gibson. Uh, there's no real need to have them on the bench. Is there really a point in having Baldock or Luka on the bench? We know they're not staying. Um, Richards again. It's it's you know as as harsh as it sounds. That's football at the end of the day, and you kind of have to give give uh, give your position up if you know you're not going to be there. Um, it's it's just just what happens, and I think it's uh, probably time to time to see what what those youngsters can do, and if any of them are going to be useful additions to a squad next season um Holmes only played what one game before
2: uh I think he played one game last season for Reading was it um uh, he played Stan once when he was 17 and that, I think that was it I think he's, he's just yes so yeah, if,
1: if he only played one game before before this season um and then obviously had a reasonable pre-season it's you've got to kind of have a a viewpoint on these players before we get to summer you can't go into pre-season not really knowing what you think of any of them so like let's let's see what see what some of them are made of and, and hopefully a couple of them will look decent enough that we can uh have them in and around the squad next season
0: Just seeing the comments here from Panovic saying in the first half we didn't understand the importance of finishing our actions <laughs> At this point of the season, that should not be mentioned. I mean, that really concerns me. But I I don't want to get involved in that right now. We're towards the end. But predictions now, Nick, what is going to be the score against Swansea? It's going to be a roulette team, I think, from Swansea, because they're rest players, probably.
2: Yeah, Swansea aren't playing great at the minute. They've got a lot of injuries and they're quite lucky. They've, They've slipped when they've been in such a comfortable position, actually. But we're at home. We're better at home. I think Panovic will play a strong team. I think the comments speak for itself. And I, I think he wants to show they're still fighting, even though we know there's pretty much no chance. So um, I think we'll win 1-0. I'll take that.
0: Right yeah. now, you're going to go for Alex. <laughs> I'll take a shot, actually.
1: Well, <laughs> honestly, don't really care. It's difficult <laughs> to care, isn't it? Like, the season's yeah. over. 0-0? Um, nil,
0: nil. Yeah, it could be 0-0. Nil, nil. I'm going to go for... One nil Swansea. Just because that's the way it's going right now. I'm yeah, <laughs> feeling honestly. pretty dejected by it all. So thanks a lot for listening. We got that out the 27 minutes. So well done to all of us here. I don't oh, know. How well. we <laughs> so cheers. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with a preview for the Swansea match. If you want to listen. If you don't.